Good morning, podcast. I'm Chef Ben, and this is Food in Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com. And today we are talking about why knowing the basics of cooking is important. Now, last night I was talking to a friend, and food, as it inevitably always does, became the topic of conversation. He mentioned how recipes he has gotten off the internet have disappointed him in the past. Essentially, they were complete garbage. He was talking specifically about a bread recipe that he had used some time ago, which ended up being total dumpster bait. I don't exactly remember what was wrong with the bread, but it was a complete disaster. So how would knowing the basics of cooking have changed the outcome of this shitty bread? Okay, to fully understand why knowing the basics is important, we need to first learn some basics. So let's look at bread. There are two types of bread, lean and enriched. A lean bread is represented best by a classic French baguette. The classic baguette with its crisp exterior and chewy bubbly interior is made with only four ingredients, flour, salt, yeast, and water. There are many breads made with only these four ingredients and they all taste and look different based on how they're baked, how they're mixed, all kinds of things. The second type of bread is enriched. This makes up the bulk of our bread. This includes things like sandwich bread, brioche, croissants, uh, and focaccia. An enriched bread is one that has had fat and or sugar added to the dough. They can also have eggs and other things added. These tend to have a softer crust and a more compact interior. With me so far? The difference in these two breads goes further than just the additional ingredients. The ingredients are incorporated differently and the bread is baked differently. So let's look at the differences separately. Enriched bread. When making an enriched bread, Generally, the first step is to dissolve sugar in a small portion of the water and then activate the yeast. This is assuming you're using active dry yeast. Once the yeast is activated, it, along with the remaining water, fat, and salt, are added to the flour and mixed thoroughly. Once the ingredients are fully mixed, the bread is kneaded until the proper amount of gluten is developed. This gives the bread structure. The bread is then bulk fermented, which means that the dough is left in one batch to rise. And the first rise, uh, after the first rise of the dough, is then divided into separate loaves, uh, or whatever the case may be, and then it is left to rise a second time. We call this proofing as the yeast is proving that it is alive and doing its job. The bread is then baked on a moderate temperature between 350 and 425 degrees Fahrenheit until cooked. The time and temperature depends on the size of the loaves. Lean bread, in contrast, starts not necessarily with yeast, but uh, more often with a mother or a starter. It's not always the case, but is very common. If you're using yeast, here's the process. Combine a portion of the flour with the yeast, add warm water, and allow the yeast to activate by feeding on the sugars naturally present in the flour. This is known as the sponge method, as the result of the yeast activation along with the flour resembles a sponge. Uh, From here, the remaining water and flour is added to the mixture and kneaded. It is common to add the salt halfway through the kneading process because the salt retards the yeast and so adding it too soon will prevent the dough from rising properly. The fermentation process is essentially the same as with the enriched dough but may take slightly longer due to the lower sugar content in the dough. After the initial bulk fermentation, the dough is formed into desired shapes such as baguettes and allowed to proof. Uh, Then once the bread is proofed, it is baked in a hot oven at temperatures ranging from 400 degrees Fahrenheit to 500 degrees Fahrenheit. Usually steam is added to the oven for the first few minutes to slow crust development, which will cause a thicker, crisper crust to form throughout the bake. Now knowing the difference. 
Knowing just these few differences allows you to look at a recipe and figure out how it should be mixed, what temperature it should be baked on, and what you can expect from the finished loaf. This allows you to pinpoint errors in recipes. A lot of people on the internet who write recipes have no real experience and don't actually know what they're doing. This is unfortunate because when someone makes one of their recipes and it doesn't work, that person just lost money on ingredients and the time. Educating yourself about the basics of cooking allows you to wade through the bullshit and recognize what's good and what's bad before you waste your time and money. And a perfect example of this is recently um, an Instagram person had a cookbook published that had to be taken off the shelves because she claimed to be a wild food expert and some of the things in the book were highly poisonous and toxic because she didn't know what she was doing. Get it? So educate yourself on the basics. You don't need to have a degree in you know, food science or, or go to culinary school. Just educate yourself on the basics so that you know when you read a recipe whether it'll work or not, whether it's real or not, so that you don't waste your time and money. All right, thank you for listening. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like, subscribe, rate, and comment on this podcast and always tell your friends about it. You know, tell them. Just go ahead and tell them. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening and I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and 5 and tomorrow's Thursday, so it is Brief History Day. I'll see you then. Have a great day, everybody.